Hello, Christian. Hello, hello. How are you doing tonight? You well? Everything is good. Fantastic. I'm really, really glad to be here. Thank you I'm, for having me. I'm absolutely. I'm, I'm very happy that you chose to be here. It's very, very kind well, of you. You're a very honest, busy person. But uh... <laughs> why? Why? Do you I want? But, but before we talk about all that, would you like to? I mean introduce yourself for the people out there who may not know who you are is that okay sure fantastic love it for whoever doesn't know me my name is christian angel it's uh, the pronunciation it's a hungarian one it's angel and it okay. means angel nice. so i'm chris angel unfortunately this is the only word i know in hungarian so uh, yeah i might know how to ask for some beers or wine the classics but, uh, yeah yeah, and some food. So yeah. I will not uh, starve in Hungary, but that's pretty much everything I know in Hungarian, unfortunately. Fair enough. Uh, I'm a data guy, or I like to say it. Uh, I'm doing a link, the link between business and IT. I have, okay, uh, yeah. I'm working since uh, 20 years in the different uh, industries, and my background is electrical engineering. Oh, wow. And there I've you go different positions uh, up until I realized that uh, I'm efficient and not late and use it and uh, <laughs> do the same stuff all over again. And uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm lazy and this is why I've learned stuff. Uh, and I started with I Excel. So. Uh, okay. No, I'll go just I was. I thought. I thought for a minute you'd frozen there. You just let me speak. You're so polite. Um, simply to say that I think laziness is sometimes in a very important skill set to have. So I think this is uh, no, no shame in it, mate. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not ashamed. I'm really proud of how lazy I am because this is what drives me to learn something new. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is this is this is this is how we develop new te techniques and new ways of finding cool things to do by not wanting to do the boring way. And you go, fantastic. Thank you so uh, thank you much for for, for telling telling us who you are. And um, so I think yes, Donald's saying another engineer. Um, this I, I've spoken a couple of engineers. Before. I, I I love this. Like I, I say quite often, I really like the. Um, the different routes people take into into where the, how they end up as a what, what would you describe yourself now what's what was your job title are you like a uh oh i'm i'm a data guy that's you're, you're a data guy. guy i like that yeah. i like I, that. i'm not a, i'm not an itist uh, uh an it full 100 percent it yeah even if i work in it and i'm not a, a business guy anymore mm. because i i know too much it I know just enough IT to be dangerous with SQL, with uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, <laughs> this, this is a word that I've learned from uh, Ken Pauls, my mentor. Okay. I know enough SQL to be dangerous. Like uh, it. I, I had to learn it after I started with Power BI and everything. Yeah. So sure I, I'm the link between business and IT, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm translating business requirements for my IT colleagues to develop all kinds of processes, data processes and so on. Mm. And I'm translating or um, making sure that the uh, apps and the, everything that is built mm. inside IT 
are suitable for uh, good analysis with Power mm. BI in the end. Yeah, yeah. And provide the the Power BI reports to the business. So you, you kind of like like the human face of IT in data, basically. You kind of sit yeah. there and you you do all the all the connecting and you do all the kind of the conversational the the human element, and then the yes. the, the, the the full on kind of IT whatever scientists love, and engineers. Yeah. I love your description, the human face. Well, yeah. <laughs> have Have you seen the um, Have you seen the Wizard of Oz? No, at all. Not, uh, it depends. Uh, I, I I remember I saw uh, yeah. a movie. This, I don't know twenty years ago. Yeah, but, uh, so when I'm I was a kid, kid. Yeah. you know, so like, this, it, yes, this is part at the end where they, the, the, the goat is the, the point is to the, the goat to see the wizard, right? And they go in this huge palace, and then there's, there's this little box or something, there's a person behind the curtain, and their voice keeps saying, Do not, do not look at them or pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, something like that, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, that's exactly. how I always feel about like, like really like hardcore, like maybe like engineers and stuff who like have no contact with us, like, no. We are here. We are in our little data bubble. Do not just do not don't pull back the curtain. And then all the analysts are like, "Hello, we're the data people. We're the business people." <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> oh man, this is um. Oh, actually, it's funny. I was just speaking to someone um, about that today about like how I enjoy being that like um that role of a data analyst where it kind of sits between business and it sits between like um engineering stuff. It, it, it's very good fun. And, yeah. uh, Hello. Yeah. and I saw the stream last week, and uh, you were talking a bit about it. And uh, ah, okay. I, yeah. I'm pretty much in the same position. I'm doing yeah. the both the translation between uh, business and IT, mm. and also I'm the face of the IT when we are doing all kind of analysis or yeah. new data processes and mm. things like this. Fair enough. That's nice. It's nice. It's um, not only easy, but uh, it's it's good fun, as you said, and I love it. Yeah, for sure. No, I think there, there are just different things. That sometimes you just have to be very, very patient, um, which is which is nice. Patience is a good, is a good skill set to have. But so, sometimes I'm just not very, very patient, so I have to like really take sit down and like you know take a deep breath and maybe talk in a nice way then walk away and be grumpy to myself you know or or what's very important i think really for me personally what's very important is to have like a good team or a good boss who i can just like vent with you know be like oh my god yeah. i'm so frustrated right now it's like that element right. of support and is... i know the feeling yeah. i know the feeling and uh, i've learned to uh, polish it over the years i'm yeah. not that young anymore yeah. Probably if I would do the same things that uh, I'm doing now mm. 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. It would have been uh, much more uh, different, let's say it like this. Sure. Yeah. Now yeah. it's uh, I've learned something uh, I don't remember from where but uh, it's better to to be uh, calm and uh, quiet than always be right. So Yeah, okay. that is very 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 true. Solid point, mate. I think it's also good to learn um, about like perspectives as well, you know, like so often True. you yeah. empathy and yeah. yourself, the Absolutely. other shoes. And yeah, because it so, it, it's really easy to go into something and just have, okay, I've, I've seen all the data. I've looked at it from these points of view and 
I think any it's easy to think that your your point of view or that you've looked at it from every every single possible angle, and then some other some person comes in and like says, um, "I don't agree with that. Um, this is wrong. This doesn't make any sense." And it's at first when you kind of first going down that path, it can, can be really easy to kind of get your back up and say, "That's no, no, no. I'm right. That's not possible." So the more interactions yeah. you have, you really have to learn. Like, yes. yeah, yeah. This comes with experience, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. That's that's very and- true. <laughs> As I told you, 10 or 15 years ago, mm. a lot of things would have stayed differently, but uh, not anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Good. I'm old enough to, to know when, when to back off, to know <laughs> when to change uh, yeah. the questions, because I'm asking out of questions. And this is the, mm. the best thing about my job. I yeah. really get to know all kind of different processes inside the company. Hmm. Even if yeah. I have a, a, an engineering and a project management background, hmm. there are areas in logistics, in finance, in, uh, I don't know, materials, supply chain, all kinds of things that uh, I don't know about. Yeah. And if they, they really want to have a new process, a new uh, Power BI report, hmm. I really need to understand what's behind it. And uh, yeah. it's always good fun to learn about uh, new processes, new things, and, mm. and then connect them together. Yeah. Uh, having uh, so many years in so many positions uh, right. inside a company, it helps a lot because uh, I can connect the dots easier. Yeah. Uh, it's always uh, that I'm is always a challenge. Something new. Yeah, and it's I not. It is. It's really interesting. I think it, that's also for me. That for me, that has always been the biggest challenge, though, to understand so many different perspectives of a business. You know. To say like, okay, I'm working with this data now, working with this process, etc. That can that can be really hard. And it's got to bring up Donald's comment there. He's coming with the, with the dirty Harry um, comments. Yeah. So man's got to know his limitations. Yeah, you got to know your limitations. That's that's, that's a good point. Yeah, very true. And uh, you never stop learning. Absolutely. Has there ever been a sort of data like you say you've worked with different processes, you've worked with different um, different departments, whatever? Has there ever mm-hmm. been a type a type of data where you've just been like, yeah, I don't like that. No, don't like it. Or are you, are you just are you just too too much of a flexible person? I, I'm pretty flexible. Mm. Uh, to be honest, I don't really like to work with uh, currencies and uh, okay. all kind of uh, changes from currencies because the uh, ERP systems is uh, our mm. ERP system, which is mm. not SAP, is working with lots of currencies, especially for different suppliers and. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Lucky me, there is a field, there are actually uh, three or four uh, columns. Everything yeah. is already translated into dollars. So Nice. That helps. Ooh. That helps. I like it. Well, I had to do some uh, transformations depending mm. on the receipt date mm. and the uh, actual uh, currency date in that day. Mm. I used Power Query and uh, loved it but uh, mm. because I love Power Query. Yes. But... Uh, uh, using uh, currencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, currency conversion can be a pain. I think yeah. f- for me, it was it, it's always been. Um, I'm not sure how intelligent it is to say this on a live stream, but I've I've never enjoyed working with marketing data. And when it comes to marketing data, I'm like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's just it does. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I just 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 didn't it didn't do anything for me. You know. Um, I remember a kind of data set that hmm. I never liked 
the surveys. Ah, Working okay. with survey data, uh, it's I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's interesting. I like it. the reason Usually you have to pivot. You have to do all kinds yeah. of stuff here yeah. before it's... using it. And the questions are actually the headers, and it's uh, <laughs> it is a pain to it get is. to have a, a good data set first. The reason I find that so interesting is because the last project in my previous company was working with like um, quite heavily with, uh, it wasn't my last project, um, penultimate, I think, was working with um, survey data. I actually really enjoyed it. I actually, I liked it a lot. I think it's because I hadn't done it for so long. I'd been doing lots of like re reporting based on like financial stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and then to work with like um, survey data, like people data, I was like, oh, this is, this is a nice change. And it was messy because of course, a lot of it is manual input as well. You have your check fields, but then people have like, you have free form um, text and you got to kind of group it in certain ways. Um, yeah, so I, I can see that if you if you can't bother with this whole like mess of just essentially, the the closer yeah. you are to the human input, the harder it is. And exactly. with surveys, you're actually quite close to the to the human input <laughs> input part. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, never mind. So I'm just gonna. I, um, love, I love working with SQL, and uh, as far uh, as much as I can, I'm trying to work with my colleagues. This is okay. why I did learn SQL. To know what to ask from them, mm. and to to know them, well, build me a view with this uh, yeah. this data inside, or mm. build me a, a table or function or something. Mm. Build me something so I can connect to it. Because <laughs> I, I still remember, I still remember when uh, I don't know five or six years ago when uh, uh, I managed to learn some SQL and do mm. some simple select stuff. I was so happy that I could use my own uh, SQL queries inside mm. our query just at the beginning. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah. Never knew about query folding at the time, and uh, mm. now when I'm if I'm opening one of those uh, um, reports, even if they are still working, mm. I'm a bit ashamed to be honest because there is no query folding, no nothing, ah, nothing. Okay. I would redo completely the the reports, but. Uh, but it's oh, it's a, we're learning. it's a good thing. What exactly. what what what's worse? You look at it and you go, "Oh my god, that's so bad! I'm so ashamed." Or you look at it and you go, "That's actually that's really good. I'm still happy with that." It just shows how much you've learned in the past few years, you know. So you look back and you, you might feel shame, but you should feel pride about how awesome you are now. You yeah, know? I'm. Uh, I just realized that uh, it can be done better, and I know how to do it better. Exactly. Not a problem. Yeah, I think I said this a, a couple of weeks ago as well. I would, I would, I would have loved to have had the foresight to kind of save like one project that I've done like twice a year. So like since 2016, save my first project and then six, save another one. So I can go back over them and just be like, just laugh at myself, and you know? It's kind of like the equivalent of looking at, at, at photographs of yourself when you were a teenager and be like, what the hell was I wearing and stuff? Other than the fact that you're younger and slimmer and better, but the, the rest of it, you know what I mean? There's basically all the foolish things that you were doing. Same with code, same with building reports, you know? So I'm doing, I have a kind of special project with my six-year-old okay. daughter. Since uh, four years, mm. since she's in kindergarten, mm. every day, when I was taking her to the kindergarten, mm. I took a picture of her alone and the picture with the two of us. That's cute. Including the pandemic and everything. Oh, wow. So uh, 
she will probably uh, be ashamed at 18 when she'll see everything. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure that at 30, she will love it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, completely true. And I love that. Um, I'm quite, in a way, jealous. I mean, so th there, are, there are some negative things to it, but the fact that we live in a time now where it's so easy and accessible to take store photographs, you know? I grew up when, I mean, when I grew up, when you grew up as well, I suppose, like, you know, you have your camera and you have to get it developed and stuff. And I have like a long period of my life where there are, there are like, there are no photographs. I mean, up yeah. until I'm like 20 odd, there are very few photographs of my, my entire existence. You know, it's, it's a weird thing. I was lucky because uh, I, we grew up in the communist time. I'm, I was born in 79. Okay. So. I was 10 years old when the communism fell in Romania. Yeah. And the, there were lots of limitations, including having photos. So you had to go to the uh, studio and take some photos, some for weddings or for birthdays. And mm -hmm. this is pretty much everyone is having a very limited set of photos yeah. up until 90s. Okay, yeah. But I was lucky that my father was uh, very passionate about uh, taking photographs okay. and he had his own lab, photo lab. No way. At first, he was uh, staying overnight at work and uh, he had a room prepared. He was developing all the uh, pictures and uh, he did everything. Wow. And then I learned from him at home. We were inside the bathroom with some uh, blankets on mm. the uh, window on the mm. uh, door and uh, we were developing uh, blue and white uh, no blue, uh, white and black uh, photos and i have uh, kilos of photos which wow. uh, i was lucky to be honest that is very lucky that's very cool i gotta say yeah that's very no that's that's quite a cool thing to have i'm, I'm quite impressed because yeah. like for, for me i really i go back and i can i probably like 10 photographs like one for, I mean, when I went to see Oasis in Edinburgh, when I was like, like, I think I was like 17 years old, you know, and that's, that's one. And then it's, yeah, it's really, have, it's hmm? cool. I have all yeah. the periods except university when, uh, okay. yeah. in university, uh, you know, money was for different things and not necessarily having a camera your, and your priorities change somewhat at university, exactly. right? It's you, you, you're doing exactly. your own thing. You're away from home or whatever the first time you're like, yeah, let's, let's, let's go and do my thing. Yeah. I can understand that. Actually, and, very uh, nice. For me, it was even uh, more different because, um, I came to university to a different town, uh, mm. the biggest town in Romania, Okay, but, uh, I haven't finished a normal high school, a civilian okay. high school. Mm. I graduated the military high school and I didn't want to go further okay. in the academy. Mm. I said, no, I'm going to the polytechnics because mm. it's enough. And, yeah. uh, of course I had the longer hair than yours. <laughs> All the parties, I, I still had hair at the time. It was yeah. curly, longer parties, rock nice. music, dancing, all kind of stuff for That's the first cool. two years. And then I found my wife. We we got we met in uh, March two thousand, mm. and we got married in September two thousand. And uh, wow. this year we are celebrating twenty three years of uh, marriage. That's amazing! Congratulations! That's a wonderful thing. 
That's 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 that, that, that's lovely. See, it, it can be so heartwarming on these live streams. We don't just talk about data and tech stuff. We can talk about wonderful relationships as well, and photography exactly. I, and I memories of our childhood. Yeah. To be honest, I was lucky because okay. uh, she's uh, she's supporting me in mm. all the ways, and uh, she's uh, uh, she's very very uh, nice, smart, and uh, uh, beautiful. And uh, I'm I'm lucky to have her, but uh, I wouldn't want her to come because I wouldn't recognize in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fantastic! Well, I'm I'm very, it's nice to have a supportive person, especially yeah. when you have a job that can take up so much time with all the constant learning etc that has to be done you know yeah Learning about this this, this is, new thing is uh this is only since uh the last nine years mm. before i had different kind of jobs with uh, different challenges and uh, so mm. i did change my job for three times already since i graduated first i was okay. electrical That's... installations design engineer so i was okay. designing uh, electrical installations for houses for uh, all kind of um, small industrial buildings cool. and then doing the project management for the electrical installations mm. then after a few years i moved to a multinational working inside the corporate environment on the product engineering and quality stuff mm -hmm. learning quality procedures uh, customer care customer calls so all kind of stuff yeah then doing project management again and then since uh, uh i was a product engineer and working mm. with lots of data and uh, mm. we had a very complicated project and uh, uh this is how i started uh, we were having office 2010 at the time okay and i hit the limit of 1000 rows in a pivot table and i said well we have many more <laughs> data inside we need more 1,000 rows? A, yeah. In wow. 2010, there was 1,000 row limit in uh, pivot tables. Did not know that. And uh, I was the first one who had an office 2013 at the time in the company, <laughs> a special license. Nice. And then when I went to our IT department and asking for um, custom reports, they said, no, no, go away. We don't have time for you. Maximum one we can do is to give you access to give you a, a sql uh, login mm. with read access and you just connect with access and it's your business mm -hmm. and this is when i started to to actually uh, learn about the basis of the databases in access the relational databases love it because love it. i needed to so yeah. i needed to yeah. To have the data, so I, I had thousands, millions of rows there, and uh, I had to do something. That's so cool. And, and then I realized in 2013, no, 14, I mm. discovered Power Pivot and Power Query. Yeah, said, yeah. This is heaven. Yeah. The um. And the, then the, Power the, the, designer. The moment that, that you just, the moment that people discover Power Query, it's always this fantastic moment. You're like, ah, okay, very cool. Exactly, good old MS, good old MS exactly. Access startup it, database for me also. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was the basis, the the one to many relationships. This is where uh, mm. I finally understood what are the basis. As yeah. I'm not an IT engineer, mm. I had to learn everything and. Uh, but 
in the end, I'm still an engineer and I yeah. had to understand. So mm. One invoice, several items inside. Mm. A code for the invoice, several mm. SKUs for the items. Oh, one too many. Okay. <laughs> what do you do when you have many too many? It was 2011 or 12, I think. And not as many blogs back then, I suppose. Not as many blogs you could just hop on and read. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a, a very good teacher here in uh, Timisoara, uh, Teodora Frunze. She's the principal trainer of one of the biggest companies in, uh, in Timisoara. Okay. okay. Uh, she was actually at the Romania Power BI user group last month. Oh, yeah. She cool. Was it was the first Romanian uh, session because all the sessions we had uh, up until now mm. were in English. And uh, yeah, it was okay. an honor to have her as the first uh, Romanian speaker. And uh, I loved yeah. it. That's fantastic. I love that. It's kind of like meeting the person that started it all for you, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. exactly. And uh, it was really, really fun. Yeah. I have to my um, people who have it's it's funny to see people who have like nice memories if you will of, of certain tools or the, the thing that's got them going because for me all all of my memories of access are just very very negative because that was a tool that was being phased out when i started working with data and it was just one of the situations where the file was basically like bulging and almost exploding on a weekly basis and i was like oh, god damn it access man what are you doing you're killing me <laughs> To be yeah. honest, it happened to me last month. There was a guy uh, sending me an email from the company. Mm. Uh, do you still work inside the company? Yes, I do. Why? You know, I have a tool that you've built and uh, it's not working anymore. What type of tool? I haven't built any tools. It wasn't one of the first access databases that I did <laughs> with a form and everything. And I think I have uh, put my email on the bottom at the time because of the support, different people working overnight and just telling them it was easier to send me emails. And the tool tool's purpose were for something specific. Hmm. And I've built inside an optional thing, which is surprisingly is still used today for a separate business. The tool Amazing. itself is dead. It's yeah. only the optional thing that it's still working. And That's as so you cool. said, are you still yeah. using it? Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. I remember when I, when I first started building Power BI reports, um, obviously with, there's some uh, huge number of terrible best practices, sorry, not terrible best practices, terrible practices. And um, one of them would be to create like a, a static DAX date table. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, I remember... <laughs> One of the, one of my logics was that I basically I would just create a date table and just set the date for anything on like like ten years previously, and I would always make the end date of the date table twenty thirty five. Yeah, and uh, I just picked that date, and um, obviously not a great thing to do. You should do it a bit, but that that's what I did. But my logic was always this: I always just say, look, the date table is static. Okay, completely static. It goes up until twenty thirty five. If you're still using this report in 2035, you got bigger problems than basically with the date table being broken. So <laughs> I stand by yeah, that. But, uh, I, do you prefer having the uh, date table, the calendar table using DAX? No. 
No, I, I, I mean, I don't use DAC state tables anymore. Um, I think if... At the in, beginning. In a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in, in an emergency mm -hmm. situation, or if I'm just doing something very, very ad hoc, maybe I will, but I would never... Never created a table in DAX anymore. This was like this was like early. This was like 2017, early 2017, even. You know, I I I I hope. Am I lying here? I think I grew out grew that out of that pretty quickly. But one of my old colleagues can correct me and say I did it for too long. Maybe I'm I'm not sure. But yeah, that was one of the things. It was like just 2035. First, the first 2035. That's when this report's going to die because there are no dates left. <laughs> Be honest, but having a very good DAX template calendar table, really yeah. complicated, really complex. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was always easier to use the Power Query custom fiscal calendar that I'm using. Yeah. Just yeah. build. Yeah. Speaking of calendar tables, let me tell you a story that I loved. Okay. I have a good friend as, as a DBA and uh, mm -hmm. we had a very simple uh, fiscal calendar with five columns with date, fiscal year, fiscal quarter, fiscal month, and fiscal week, something like mm -hmm. this, six columns. And I needed all kinds of stuff, like uh, uh, if it's a past date or a future date, mm -hmm. all kinds of uh, additional columns. Mm -hmm. And uh, after having the 30-day uh, query, uh, query folding challenge with um, Alex Powers a few years ago, yeah. I said, well, I should try to do everything to query fold. And I did build uh, in Power Query a really complex or uh, complete, let's say yeah. it like this, calendar yeah. table with everything I needed. Hmm. And in the end, because I took care to have everything folded, I took the ugly SQL code that Power Query wrote for me and I sent it to my friend at DBA and told yeah. him, don't ask me what's behind it. I know you will not love it. Just build a view out of it so I can connect to it. <laughs> he said, are you crazy? What are those notations? Don't ask me. Just build a view. <laughs> and I'm still, using the, I'm still using that view. Really? Different uh, custom uh, reports. I'm still using it so I don't have to repeat all the steps. I told you I'm, I'm lazy. I, I love the fact that you have a connection as a data engineer who, and you can just say, don't ask any questions, just take this incredible yeah. view from it. That's That sounds like a I dream, to be honest. Yeah. I have good friends. <laughs> See, it, it's good to me have the connections that you just get stuff done very, very quickly for, you, for yourself. That's why you got to be nice to people at work, so you get stuff done quickly. Yeah, but this, this came after many years of working together and yeah. uh, knowing what the other the other one knows and uh, knowing how to uh, mm. having trust one another because That's they know I wouldn't do any stupid thing and uh, I know they wouldn't do anything yeah. that uh, would break anything. So it's, of course. Yeah. Uh, we know each other since uh, 15 years, so it's okay. That'll do. That'll do. My second. Oh, what's second? Wrong. Brought the wrong comment up there. What's an wait? What's an emergency? What's a reporting emergency situation? Like you know, if you got some something that's very very ad hoc, and you want to do something really quickly, and you just like yeah, okay, take it quickly, copy paste the DAX calendar, and done, sorted, and ship it out. It's basically something that's very quick, but isn't going to be mm -hmm. used for very long. Like nothing that I'm going to publish. Basically, you know, if someone wants to quickly look at the PBX, you know, what I mean, yeah, that's I, I draw anything that's going to be published. I'll draw my line. I won't create DAX calendar for that. 
and um, yeah, we all need to have a good database friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's very true. You're right. Yeah, very true. Always have a good day, friend. Yeah, make those connections in the, in the data team keeps everyone happy. Get a sneaky yeah. little. Basically, anything that means you don't have to open a ticket is all, is always a nice thing. Yeah. You don't have to open the ticket, but you will open it after the problem is solved. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is the big advantage that you can uh, still do your stuff and uh, mm. don't wait for three days or how many someone sees the, the mm. ticket to approve it. Yeah. Just build it and then create the ticket and say, okay, it, uh, this is the number of the ticket and it's okay. Yeah. Open it, give them the number, and then immediately marked is, marked is resolved. Love it. Yeah. So on a on a day to day, what what do you find yourself doing? Like, um, do you like are you do you have your head buried in creating reports or what's uh, what what is your what does your day look like? It depends. It yeah. depends on on the period. Uh, some projects where I'm using a really big project, for example, mm. for six months. I think I'm working mm. on it. It's it is huge. It's one of the biggest that I've worked. Mm. And the tricky thing is that I'm working in Power BI mm. and not having any page built. Oh, actually, I do have one to check some numbers. Everything that okay. I do mm. is Power Query behind it mm. because the end result must be an Excel file. So I'm building you all the data set, basically. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. It's uh, a very um, wide um, okay. Excel file with uh, 60 sheets or something like oh, this. Dear God. Which is used for uh, financial reporting. Of course. The wow. official financial reporting in a specific format. Mm. That uh, it needs to be an Excel file which needs to be converted to an XML. So I'm using Power Query in Power BI to convert everything in the right format from different hundreds of sources, ERP wow. system, all kind okay. of uh, stuff. Mm. And this is on one page, on one stuff. Most of them, uh, most of the time I'm working on different uh, Power BI reports that mm. um, are helping the um, daily uh, operations okay. in, in a manufacturing company. As I work in a manufacturing company, we are having lots of systems that are mm. tracking data mm. from uh, manufacturing execution systems to uh, different databases, different internal develop tools, uh, mm. ERP system, things like this. Yeah. And uh, there is a lot of uh, lost time, if I can say it like this, sure. in getting transforming handling data from one system to another doing reports and and i love when i remember when i was working in the production line and uh, mm. i needed a, a specific report and it was so complicated it took me three hours to get a specific report and then next week i had to do it again mm. and i i know the pain and, uh, yeah. when someone is coming with a small request Everybody knows me in the company, either mm. working uh, very well in Excel or in Power BI. Mm. And uh, everybody is coming with, uh, can you help me with this formula? And uh, mm. usually I'm asking, why do you need it? Well, I'm getting data from there and put it there. Mm. 
Mm. And usually it's some simple power query that uh, yeah. can fix the problem if you are connecting the, the right dots. And in the end, sure. if you put a Power BI report over it, everybody's mm. wow. Yeah. You know, it used to take me two, two hours a day for 15 uh, people in the company. Mm. Now we have everything every two hours, everything is refreshed. And I, I love how people are uh, freeing up time to do yeah. something that really matters and not yeah. um, handling data. And it's interesting that Power BI is a tool on Power Query also. Uh, they're both tools that have existed for a number of years now, but yeah. there, are, there are still so many reports or processes and whatever data processes that don't use that at all, don't use any Power Query. And still there's, it's like, it's like there's still like a backlog of like 20 years across all companies of just processes that has never been touched, never been updated. Um, and you think that at some point that this wouldn't exist anymore, but they do, they're still there. They're still waiting to be improved into uh, some yeah. person. I, I mean, I, I remember some communication a while back now, and there was some process that had just been sitting in the background for, for years. And it was someone's job like every day to do like two, three hours of copying and pasting. And I was like, that can't be. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to update it. We haven't had a chance to improve it because this reason, that reason. I'm like, that is, it's just, it's weird to see that it still exists, you know? But it, it's, it's yeah, yeah. For, for people like us, it's, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure about you, but I get a great joy from taking that and like, look at that. It's, yeah. it's cool, no? I love it. Yeah. The, uh, as I told you, there are, until now, I told you two Power BI reports and all kind of data transformation. There is mm. another uh, big area that I'm taking care of. It's the simple integration of uh, the entire Power Platform with Power BI. Okay. I mean, uh, designing uh, data flows or simple mm. uh, Power Apps reports so I can get the data in a certain format where I can put a Power BI over it. Mm, mm, this mm. is one stuff. So I don't know, replacing all kinds of paper forms with uh, yeah. uh, Microsoft forms and writing data to SharePoint or yeah. all kind of uh, stuff like this. Mm. And then there will be another uh, part that I, I will take care of and uh, I will put uh, or, uh, next month uh, a kind of internal training. So it, it makes me okay. really mad to see people uh, not knowing that Power Query exists. And uh, <sighs> I, I don't want to be, even if I'm a, a certain, uh, even if I'm a, a certified uh, trainer since years, I don't want to do a standard um, uh, course because Everybody, you don't know if they have time or if they like, sure. really into it. And uh, my idea was, and I will, I will do it like this. I will do a, a video, a general, probably half an hour or one hour video of hmm. several examples and what Power Query is in Excel. I yeah. don't even want to to get it in uh, into Power BI. Yeah. And then uh, ten to. Uh, five to 10 minutes video with some samples every yeah. week. So one mm. video a week, a sample file and one hour Q and A for that week. Yeah. Whoever wants to, to see it, mm. he can, he has a week to see it, mm. test it, 
with their own data, with the sample data that I'm providing, and come the next uh, week at the end, come for Q&A if they have any questions. I don't want to force anyone, but I think uh, presenting the people the advantages, the old way and the new way, yeah, and making them understand with uh, some work specific data. So I will try yeah. to mock up some data that are close to, uh, I don't know, material teams or financial team or mm. things like this. So they can relate easier. Mm. I think that uh, uh, this spread of word about Power Query will help. It's like in the Pareto chart. Yeah, 80% of the job is done with 20% of the knowledge. So yeah. if you know if you know a bit of Power Query and you understand the uh, basics, mm. you can save a lot of time. Yeah. And then if you really want, you can go further. Yeah, nobody That's needs true. to be uh, in Kefelman, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's interesting. Actually, it sounds quite similar to what I'm, I'm doing at the moment. Um, also, and and my job basically trying to get people to use Power Query more. And I was speaking about the in the past couple of days, and we're talking about actually taking a couple of existing reports that have performance issues and doing like a before and after. So showing them like the performance before and then doing like the the best like some a lot like some tweaks using power query implement some best practices so that people can see what it looks like how the performance is the size of the file after you've done those things as well so not just say you can do that look this is what's possible click here that happens but if you do these things this is the benefit that you're going to get so like these are the yeah. best practices and these are why they're the best practices it's very helpful too i think so cool Good luck. That was even thinking to I'm planning to do this for a period of 12 weeks. Let's okay. see if it's possible. And in the same time, I was hoping to uh, record the videos in Romanian too, because there is mm. not much content in Romanian. Yeah. So uh, I will, uh, even if in the company, I will do them in, uh, in English. I hmm. might be uh, publishing them in Romanian for the Romanian community because uh, yeah, yeah. it's it's getting bigger and bigger. And, uh, I love it. Yeah, that makes sense. Nice. Yeah, I think I, at one point I considered doing a couple of videos and stuff in German, but then I thought, you know what? There's enough content in German out there, I think, and my German isn't isn't good enough to kind of warrant me kind of fumbling through a how-to video with using the wrong words every now and then. I was like, I think it, it, sh it should be fine. I'll stick to English. It's 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 a big market for English. It's quite there's a lot a lot of people yeah. there, but it makes more fit more sense to stick with that phone to to give and myself more work to do in a language that I'm kind of okay at. You know, and for you it's easier because it's the native English. For me. Having them in English, it's a bit of a pain. Yeah. But since I have them like this, hmm. I can do it. Well, it's a kind of wronglish, you know. Uh, <laughs> some some words are not are not uh, translatable. Let's say it like this, or I yeah. don't know how to translate them. And, uh, sure. It will be a kind of combination, but uh, hmm. for the non-English speakers, I'm pretty sure it will it will yeah, help. Of course. Yeah. So what's the I mean, community in Romania is pretty big. Nice. You having the Romania Power BI user group, we are planning mm. to uh, even grow it uh, further. Mm. We have a co-organizer at Romania Power BI user group starting okay. this year. So we've doubled since June 
Wow, very cool. All the, uh, meetup, uh, all the number of meetups. Nice. We have new partners on Romania Power BI user group for the Romania track. Yeah. So for the English track, since two years now, in August, we will have two years. Uh, we have a very special partner, Enterprise DNA. And ah, they, are okay. offering, they are offering two licenses for what the live attendees every month. Wow, that's very impressive. It's a lot and uh, it's the, we are helping a lot of people they are yeah. helping a lot of people using uh, our uh, community or from our community yeah. and since june since we we've doubled the uh, number of meters so we have two a month one mm. in romanian one in english mm. we have another partnership with um, the company that i used to get the, the first training that i told you about yeah and they are also offering one uh, free training voucher on every meetup on any cool. of their courses in power bi or power apps nice and uh, a, a lot of people will learn more and we are trying to mm. facilitate the connection yeah. get as many people inside and uh, help them mm. save their time in the end because sure. this is uh, the purpose are you um is it uh, online or in person the events or is it mixed until now, it was everything online. Okay. We are planning to go in person at some mm. point, but uh, nothing um, official mm. yet. Hopefully, yeah. the first in-person meetup will be this year. And if possible, starting next year, we might even organize a data conference. Let's see. Cool. A new conference. Everyone loves a new conference. Everyone loves a conference in general, but a new one even better. There you go. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I don't want to, to have any spoilers, but uh, it's it's a big. If you can do it, I'd be impressed. It's it's a big undertaking. Um, yeah, it, is. it must be a huge amount of work and organization. And um, I think someone mentioned last week or a couple of weeks we ago about the, the the points we have one in Berlin. And I was like, this is so much work. So respect that you try to do that, mate. We'll see. We have some good partners and uh, very good ideas, and uh, mm. ah, we'll see. Nice, very cool. It might um, so be getting, something next year. Getting back to the topic of um, like Power Query that, that you work on, or Power, Power BI, whatever. Is there something like the, the the question that I that I always ask that I actually I think I forgot to ask last week? There you go. What's the if it, if you could change one thing, if you could improve one thing, should we say, that affects you very often? What would it be? In Power BI, you see. Or Power Query. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, uh, I, I don't like that I, I cannot customize my menu. Okay, yeah, so that's a good one. I'm, I'm always using the quick access toolbar, and I'm trying to push as much as possible mm. using the buttons there. So, yeah. Uh, I think I have a muscle memory for uh, already with alt three okay. to start uh, yeah uh, alt three is the advanced editor for me yeah okay so you know in power query mm. if you uh, by default the quick access toolbar it's pretty hidden mm. it's on the top left above the menu nobody sees it okay. <laughs> but if you are right clicking a button mm. and uh, pin it to the quick access toolbar and move it mm. underneath the the menu and the buttons, you have everything uh, much closer to, to your hand. Mm. 
and uh, what whichever buttons or order you are putting there when you press the alt you get a number for every item on the quick access toolbar exactly and yeah. for me mm. for me on all my uh, pcs mm. at work at the uh, remote at my uh, personal pc mm. the best editor it's the third even in excel power query it's the third there and I, I'm always doing all three, and I have it uh, here. <laughs> That's cool. I think I would save the. Uh, I would uh, have to, uh, if it's possible, yeah. to get a kind of export on the buttons and even customize some additional buttons. Mm. Do your own uh, custom buttons or macros, if you. Yeah. Will. Good one. If I do it, it would it would help. Mm. Yeah. Probably there are that are uh, pissing me uh, more but uh, this is the thing that uh, i always have to do hmm. when i'm changing my my uh, laptop for example i got a new laptop two weeks ago hmm. and i still haven't finished to set up all the power query things and everything yeah yeah makes sense and if you think about it when people work with like like power bi if you're at a company who uses a certain sort of data and you're connecting to the same similar data sets when you do that you're going to tend to use this, the same options quite often, you know, so there'll, there'll be some that you, that you very rarely touch because you have no need to. So if, if you could, uh -huh. if you could better organize those things and really just have like, you know, 10 or five key options and somehow the rest, yeah, that could be quite cool. Yeah. But, uh, I think that company needs to be really, really big and you, you would have to be very niched hmm. to work more or less with the same data sets. In, in my day-to-day -day job, the only constant thing mm. that I'm touching is the custom fiscal calendar. Okay. Everything else changes. Mm. So everything else changes. Yeah. So uh, I don't have time to to uh, stream deck uh, for the way. Get you. <laughs> if. <laughs> If you have a like a really very well developed um, like for example a data warehouse or cube where everything's kind of formatted in certain ways and you really you only connect to like similar data sets you know that could be a, like really just importing yes. important data and you only have to use a few things but yes you're right if you're connecting to very very different and um, if you use like multiple like different like data sources like APIs like sometimes Excel sometimes mm -hmm. this sometimes that then sure but I think quite a few companies will have quite a clean well set up you know yeah cube or something so that could work but yes generally speaking re regardless of, regardless of the reason um yes it would be nice to be able to do that and it's something i never thought of so that's a good answer thank you very much for that i appreciate it and, and another new perspective of how things could be improved within this tool that we love so much <laughs> have you had a chance to play around with fabric at all do anything click in there not much no. not as much as i would like to yeah. Uh, there, there are some areas inside that I will probably not even touch them yeah. in the future, yeah. like Synapse or mm. uh, uh, all kinds of things that I'm not using. Mm. And, uh, it's pretty complicated. Even It was pretty complicated even before Fabric mm. to stay up to date. Yeah. Now, with so much information, you have to choose your battles. Yeah. I completely so agree with that. I will probably not even touch unless I really need to mm. synapse or uh, things that I don't work with yeah. 
currently. Yeah. I know that I have some um, uh, possible uh, areas to for improvement in the visual stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm much more of a back-end data modeling guy yeah. and not really a wizard for the visuals. Yeah, I can manage it. Uh, I've learned the theory, mm -hmm. but I still don't like it. Even if, <laughs> even if I know that if you have the golden data model behind mm -hmm. and you have an ugly uh, matrix, nobody will say, well, what a nice data model. Yeah, yeah. So you have to have some skills there, and of course. Uh, but I still need improvements there. Yeah, yeah. So I would rather spend my time improving the things that uh, I need mm. than uh, staying up to date. Yeah, I need to stay up to date to some things to know that they are there, mm. but I will probably never go into details soon on different stuff on Fabric. No, I mean, like regarding the visualization side, I mean, I will, I will always argue that data visualization is a very important aspect of it for user acceptance and a number of different things, yeah. but you can never say it's, it's as important as exactly. clean and accurate data. I mean, you can never say that because it's just, it's just a necessity. So, um, you're always accurate data. Um, so I have a, a, a beautiful visualization, but if the, if the data is built on as garbage, it's never going to be, um, the best situation. Basically, I'm and the model time in the back end. Yeah, I sorry, I'm just gonna, the modeling is the fun part of Power If exactly. each to their own, each to their own, the modeling is a very important, and I can see it, but it's in my view. And let me show you something. Show me this one. This oh, is nice. the orange yeah. book, the orange book, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, really, really good. Hmm. Totally recommend it to everyone. I'm right. having on my desk. Nice, good. Man. Yes, no, I mean, modeling, yes, of, of course, is like hugely important as well. So I, I'm accident I accidentally fell into the visualization side. My favorite part of Power BI, it has always been Power Query and visualization, like for sure. I just got more involved with the visualization side and it was accidentally. But the more to enjoy reading about it and kind of going through like what's possible and exploring different ways and different techniques. Um, and I saw your video with the I loved it. Oh, cool. Thank but you, mate. I will, I will probably never have the patience yeah. in the next six months, probably <laughs> to even try to understand what you did. There. Yeah. Yeah. If I can get the code, and adapt it, it's perfect. That's what the templates are for. But otherwise. <laughs> that, that's why that's why I finally started using GitHub, because I was like, you know what? Let's just, just do some templates, Ben. Stop being so lazy. So all the templates are, are great for that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, no, I still I still love Power and I love working with it every day, but I'm just not so outward with it, because I thought, really, for me, where can I be more productive? Where can I be more of help? You know, mm -hmm. I think there are some already fantastic sources for you know um power queries and like youtube content and stuff but just simply because it was then and it was less i was like let's just focus on that um so i do get i do get worried sometimes that people think i've got no idea about anything other than deneb but i don't care that's that's just that's just what i work on you know 
Oh man, but it's good. So, uh, if I find the rabbit hole that uh, I yeah. want to dig into, yeah. I'm going that way. Yeah. It's uh, it it never I'm never staying in the same area yeah. because there are so many things to learn, mm. and the more you learn, the more you realize that uh, there are even more things to learn. Yeah. So yeah, you have to to know that. A lot of things exist in different areas, but uh, I had a really good university teacher, mm. professor that told us, you are engineers. You don't need to know the formulas, all the formulas by heart. Mm. There are books for this. There will be internet and all kinds of things. You have to understand how they work mm. and you have to know how to apply them mm. and where you can get them from. Mm. And uh, I'm still applying this principle. Yeah, I, I don't have to know everything by heart, hmm. but I, I need to know that there is that yeah. something can be done in a certain way, yeah. and know who showed it so I can bookmark it in the right exactly find so it in the bookmarks. Kind of like knowing what options are available. Exactly. exactly. So you know options. Yeah, it's I completely agree with that. And especially going back to what you said before about about fabric and how there are now even more things to learn. I started I was thinking the other uh, the other day, I was like, I feel like I'm kind of getting like fabric fa fatigue, you know, because <laughs> I just I, I did as you said, I was like, look, these parts I'm I'm probably never going to use ever. They're there. That's fine. But the other parts that are a bit more relevant, I'll read about them. I'll see what's bit more knowledge of what's possible but you can't be expected like and I think people said straight away as well you can't be expected to read all these blogs learn all these new tools and like oh now I know how to build whatever data lakes it's like no it's it's fine just just calm down yeah. <laughs> I'm interested in because this mm. might help me like data yeah. explorer one lake and things like this in the, mm. the data plus gen 2 yeah. but uh, in my head I'm still struggling whether in the future I should learn Python or R. Ah, right, so yeah. I know I know I will have to learn one of them. I still haven't decided uh, which one. I've seen some good examples in Python and I know it's really um, um, used everywhere and everybody's the new kid on the block, but I've seen some R examples which mm. are really, really, really good and uh, Actually, in uh, August, uh, Brian Julius will come to Romania Power BI user group with some R examples. Okay. So I still haven't decided yet. But everyone, uh, says, everyone says Python, man. <laughs> it's Python. Yeah, I know. It's got all the votes. <laughs> Does it have more libraries or why? Is it easier? Because I haven't touched any of them yet, but uh, people in the chat ask, answer the question. I can Fernando, answer the question. Fernando, <laughs> there you go. Let, let me tell you, I, I had this that came up for me a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. I want to learn. I want to learn Python and should I learn R. And I can tell you what I decided upon. D three. I was like, should I learn Python? Should I learn R? And I kept going back and forth. And then I was like, and I stumbled across it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn D three. So I went for neither and learned something completely oh, different. It's brilliant. I'm loving it because I, I, I kept going deeper and deeper into the data visualization side, you know, and I was, it was, I think it's primarily because Spark. Spark. Oh, okay. There you Spark. go. It has all the libraries and there you go. 
Yeah, but even R, it has a lot of libraries, and both yeah. of them can be integrated with Power Query. So. You know what? I th I think you've already made up your mind. Because I can no, I, you, not yet. No, because you, you, you yeah. seem to be defending R a little bit here. <laughs> no, because I know Python could be used outside Power BI too, okay. and lots of other stuff. Okay. And uh, I told you I'm efficient. Mm. I'm lazy. Yeah, so fair enough. So this, this is how this is why I've learned uh, M and Power Query because I could use it both in Excel and Power BI. Yeah, this yeah. is why I've learned uh, DAX as much as I learned it because mm. I can use it in Excel and Power BI. Yeah, that's so. Funny. If I'm learning R, I, I will try exactly. Why not? Why not? Probably not in the next year. Learn both. You don't need to sleep, right? Just learn both. Is what I'm saying. Come on, just like you're gonna like every night. You can do two hours of R and then two hours of Python. And then you can go to bed and cry a little bit. Do you have you weekend? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Oh man. Nah, where, let's see. We'll see. Where are the D3 videos? Mine. Um, I might make a D3 video when I can do more than draw a straight line. Um, <laughs> Regarding. Regarding other people's, there's, um, I've actually started, I, I there's some great blogs about D3, and um, I think I signed up for a course. I paid like 40 bucks for it, which I'll start as well. But um, yeah, if at some point I'm capable of showing someone how to do anything, it's going to be a long journey because it's, it's much more complex than I'm used to learning with, uh, working with. I've got to the point where I can understand other people's code, but I can't write my own, you know? I'll tell so, you a story about this. Please, I can totally relate. Yeah. I can totally relate. The, let me tell you a funny story about understanding code and writing it. Okay. Back in 2016, when mm. uh, I discovered more and more Power BI was mm. the new kid on the block, and uh, I was waiting every month uh, Amanda's uh, Amanda's uh, video, the Christmas every month. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I was trying to to get to learn more DAX and uh, everything, mm. and I said, "Okay, I will get the best trainers out there. I want to go to uh, Alberto and Marcos uh, courses." And they had one in uh, October 2016 in London. I said, okay. "Okay, I want to go there," and I went to London. I was woohoo! And on Monday morning, uh, we started at nine, and. Mm. The, 10.30, I was lost already, totally lost. <laughs> and I had it, uh, well, a bit on Tuesday morning, uh, I, I was trying to understand some things in the evening, and then the second day I was, it seemed that I can understand again, and then yeah. no way. Yeah. He, he lost me. Well, yeah. when he came to optimizing DAX on Thursday and Friday, total failure. So, Meanwhile, I bought their video courses mm. and uh, I took Mastering DAX every year since then. Cool. Since 2016, I'm taking the, the course, the full course every year. Wow. And uh, last year, I've been to SQL Bits mm. and uh, I've been in a pre-con with Alberto. And I was very, very, very happy mm. that I could understand Exactly. 95% of what he said, I could understand. Wow. That's, I still haven't understood that's everything. That's very impressive. But I still cannot write it like they are doing it. But 
I could understand what he's doing. Yeah. And I loved it. That's huge. I think that's a massive, I've got to say, I think that's a massive achievement. First of all, saying I can't write DAX like Marco and Alberto, fine. I mean, who can't? Uh, nobody yeah, no can. one can, right? Nobody yeah, can. right. But I, I don't worry about this. I, I honestly, I generally, I mean, I have no doubt if I took one of their courses in person today, I would have the same experience, you know, because their work is fun. Obviously, their work is fantastic. But the number of times I have to read a second blog post so I can understand their blog post, it happens all the time because they, they, they're high level, man. You know, you're not going to... The second book is better. Okay. Their second book, the, the second Bible, it's um, better. Okay. And if you want to start reading it, I totally recommend starting with uh, um, Matt Ellington's book, The Black Book. Okay. So... Start okay. with the black book, yeah. understand the basics, and then read the definitive guide to DAX, the second one, okay. which is better written than the first so one. So do you think it would be make more sense to um, read the second book or do, because I was thinking of actually like going to one, like doing one of their um, online courses, like mastering DAX or something. What do you think? What do you, what do you think is a better place to start? Does it not matter? They don't exclude themselves. You have to take them both. You have to have the the Bible on your uh, uh, on your. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense, actually. That makes sense. Look at this guy. He's got his books to hand all the time. I love it. He's got his little Power BI library by himself. That okay? So you got you have anyway. You have to have it here. So. Okay, I'll order it. They yeah. they don't exclude themselves. Yeah, that's fine. And there is one more that you don't have to have, but it's always good to have it. This one. That's, that's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah, the, their site is free, but uh, mm. still, I, I'd rather have it in the book from time to time mm. to be able to uh, write down and uh, sit and understand yeah. what I'm doing here. I even have the uh, video courses yeah. and the book, yeah. Yeah. and I still struggle in some positions. Yeah. See, the, the only book regarding, obviously not in life, because that'd be weird. The only book I've ever read um, regarding my job is data visualization books. I've never read a DAX book. Um, and I worry that my, oh. I, I worry that, that my brain wouldn't, wouldn't be to process it and keep up. <laughs> to keep up so. I'm pretty sure you will not be able to read it like a novel. Well, yeah, that would be, yeah. No, nobody, nobody does. Okay, fair enough. So whenever you need something, just go to the index. Like a reference book. Skim yeah. through it and uh, right. search what you're looking for. Yeah, that's true. This is not something that uh, I will take it on vacation <laughs> and I will read the <laughs> Sitting on the no beach way. reading, no? <laughs> exactly. No way. Nobody will sit on the beach with this. One day I hope to see that, man. That would be so good just to go to a beach or like someone sitting by a pool with the definitive guy to Dax. Yeah. Dax memes picture for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's really cool. Okay. So I like... No, but everybody has a different uh, learning style. Yeah, so for me, I, I found out that um, the best... Uh, style for me it's the hybrid um, courses yeah. so if i have a book and i'm reading on my own trying to understand do the exercises and then have a, uh, some videos presenting some of the stuff that uh, are in the book or the material mm. and then a q a, a one hour q a mm. where you can ask everything that you haven't uh, uh, cleared yet 
it's the best way for yeah, me but that's true i always have the book with me makes sense but nobody uh, nobody's similar so i like this i was told that from all the books we buy we should we should at least we try to try to read one <laughs> true yeah it's good um, in normal books that uh, i'm reading mm. even if i have some of them here started uh, lately in the last six months i'm using more and more audible and i love it okay. because yeah, it's the, the only time when um, i actually have time to read it's when i'm working in the morning or mm. in the night yeah i usually have a one hour walk in the morning before my okay. uh, uh, wife and daughter are waking up it's nice so idea around six or half past six in the morning i'm walking around the streets or in the woods depending if it's wet or cool. not yeah. with some headsets and uh, that's it and this is the only time when i can read with uh, mm. 1.5 uh, speed yeah. and, uh, the I, reason I, I have some time to read it's it's a nice idea and to be honest uh, it's something I might, I might might try myself. I I always just I was I started to judge myself because what I always start to do is I would go to bed with like a Kindle or something and start to read, but I would just like immediately fall asleep, you know, because I was always like so tired. I've been doing it's so. about ten pages before going to sleep. Yeah, maximum for yeah, me. exactly. It takes me and so long to read any book, and it, it never yeah. used to be that. And I used to, it never used to be that way. It, it's it's age. And it's not, it's because I used to do nothing. Like when I was in my twenties, like my life was just basically, I had like no responsibilities whatsoever. It was just basically, my life was like me. <laughs> that was it, you know? <laughs> yeah, but uh, growing older and having a, a tight schedule, schedule with a job and kids and uh, everything and extra things that you are doing, you have to really be efficient with your time. Yeah. And for me, it's it's working like this i i'm usually an early person so i mm. wake up half an hour earlier mm. and uh, i don't spend that much time on the news and everything yeah. uh, before starting work and i have one hour time to walk and uh, read some books with audible sure. or listen to a blog or listen to a, a stream or something like this or a podcast yeah, or a podcast. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, it cool. happened. It happened that uh, I couldn't join uh, fabricators, and uh, I was listening to them. No, no, it's a nice thing to do. When, when, when I, when I was, uh, yes, this is a good one. That's a good one. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, when I drove to Denmark for to Power BI Next Step, I the entire time it was like so it was like a five and a half six hour drive. And it was great. I love to drive. And obviously there was no, no kids with me. So it was just nice and relaxing. Mm -hmm. And I spent the entire time just like podcast after podcast. And it no, was just like no so nice. Kids. No, no, no kids screaming in the background. No having to stop every, every half an hour because someone needed the toilet or something. It was just drive. Just I, I know. I know the feeling. Last yeah. November, I went to Sofia for a conference for mm -hmm. uh, Bulgaria Excel days. And it's a seven hour drive from Timisoara. Mm -hmm. And I went on my own, I was reading a book and uh, it was mm. audible. It went like like mm. a charm. Yeah. Usually, if I'm going with my daughter, 
as you said, well, mm. we have to take a break. Mm. Well, well, I'm hungry. I'm whatever. Yeah. I was alone. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. When I came back, I was hoping to finish the book. Mm. I, I still had one hour or two mm. of reading and then went to podcast. And I was so relaxed on uh, Sunday morning. And the police stopped me. What are you doing? Oh, what am I doing? You are driving too fast. Yeah, but I was 110, something like this. Yeah, yeah but there's a limit. You haven't seen the limit. It's that. a 50. Oh, you do No. <laughs> you what? You're doing 110 okay, 50. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. Oi, that sucks. I, I was so absorbed by the book. Yeah. And it, it was a really good book. Yeah. That's fair enough. With uh, metaverses and things like this. Mm. And uh, I loved it. And I was so relaxed. Yeah. And then, and then. Oh, it was a fine. And this is. Oh, that was my next question. It was a fine. But you got to keep your drive from the license, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was no, normal fine. It was. Yeah. I had this. Um, I had to get it. Yeah. Um, I had I had this uh, 110. I actually got a um, a speeding ticket the other day. Nothing that I'm particularly proud of, but it's part of the conversation. And it was actually, um, it was quite embarrassing because I'm not sure if it's the same. Like in Germany, when you get a speeding ticket, um, they send a, also a photograph of um mm -hmm. of, of your yeah, face. And normally it's actually sometimes. Oh, with your face. Yeah, yeah. This is this is your face. The 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 registration and also your face. And all the passengers are blurred out. And the cars, it's my wife's car. So all the, the fine always, always the fine went to my wife. And of course, it was me driving. And sometimes it's actually quite a good photograph. Sometimes it's actually it's actually all right. But on this occasion, this is a ridiculous thing to admit on a live stream, by the way. I was very embarrassing because I was going 10 kilometers, too, 10 kilometers an hour too fast. I was going 110 in a 100 zone. Um, so not very much at all. So it's like a 10 euro fine. But... It just so happened at that, that that very moment when they took the photograph, I was picking my nose. <laughs> so there's a photograph and I'm <laughs> and I'm like, well, grown man picking my, his nose driving a car is never a good thing. My last photos were I don't know the last photos that I've seen yeah. were uh, ten years ago and uh, at the time in Romania you couldn't. Um, have your pictures from the front with your face. Okay. I don't know. There were some rules mm. and they were taking the picture from the back of the car only with the number. Okay. And they were sending you the, the fine at home asking who was driving. Mm. Okay. And I was planning, well, not a smart thing in a, a live stream. I was planning to, <laughs> to hit it on my mother. To say that it was my mother. That's cool, she man. Was, uh, was not driving too much, and uh, I was getting some points out of it. And uh, to be honest, I had two tickets in five minutes in two different villages. So I was big, big. Oh, that's my wife said, "Well, don't don't be, uh, don't be mean and uh, <laughs> take the blame." And this is it. And I said, "Okay." Yeah, that's that's. I think so, your wife had a, had a had a fair point there. Oh my god, love it! Yeah, oh, yeah. I knew it was there, but uh... I love it. <laughs> you pull him up anyway. I think Fernando says he has to leave, and it's a good point. We've, we've been talking a while, man. I've really enjoyed it. I gotta say, it's been an hour, an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, it flies by, you know, yeah, and it flies by. Me too, I love it. And uh, Donald, it's 110 kilometers, like normal world, is yeah, counting, yeah, speed, not miles per hour. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I'm telling my UK friends too that uh, in the normal world we are driving on the right right side of the mm. uh, road, and we are actually measuring in kilograms and uh, kilometers, yeah. and not pounds. And it's strange because my generation, the UK, we kind of grew up with both, you know. So I knew like measure like mm -hmm. my height and my weight was all imperial uh so the distance on the road speed was all imperial but the but the rest was mm -hmm. all all metric so it was a strange mm -hmm. so it was nice to move across to, to to germany and have everything imperial and everything metric sorry just to change and have that one thing it was quite crazy yeah but i think you you got used to it uh, really fast right oh yeah really quickly really mm -hmm. i still struggle when i hear uh I don't know, 110 Fahrenheit. Yeah. I still struggle. I don't know how. Or uh, mm. 12 uh, nautical miles, which are different than 10 land miles. Yeah. Yeah. Which is 1.69 and 1.85. And I have to do it on my calculator. But I am. Um... In navigation, I can understand yeah. it. It's the mm. official, the knot, and everything. Yeah. And in aviation with 30,000 feet and so on. Yeah. But in yeah. uh, normal people speak for mm -hmm. me, for us, the non non US and non UK, it's pretty complicated to, to yeah. understand feet, it's, it's uh, inches, and things like this. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I also for a while I worked in a bookies, like a, a betting office, you know. And mm. then all the all the races are in like like furlongs, you know. You have it's like this race is like six furlongs, and I think I could be wrong. I think, I think is it. It's just a, I don't know, it's something weird. It's some other unit of measurement that they use in horse racing. And I, I think I could be wrong. There are like eight furlongs in a mile. So you have a seven furlong race and the next one up is a mile. It's very, there are, there are too many units of measurement. And you, you don't measure horses in feet or inches or centimeters. You measure a horse in hands. So a horse is like, I don't know, like, yeah, like a hand. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. So it's it gets more. If you look at specific subjects, they're like completely other. Other. And then what I really I, I like to bake. Yeah. I like to like yeah. like bake stuff. And um, yeah. you, you get from the US. Say it again, sir. Oh, I, I think I lost you for a second, then, mate. Yeah. No, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I'm back. Hello. Okay. Sorry. Is I, it I, from me I or from? I couldn't see you for a second. I don't know. Anyway, let's as as the internet is trying to ruin our our uh, our connection. Let's just leave it at that and say it's been a wonderful uh, live stream. Thank you everyone for for joining, and um, all the questions and all the comments and um, yeah, it's been good fun as always, Christine. Thank you, and uh, the... I shall see everyone. Yeah. Next next Thursday. Yeah. Goodbye. Cheers. Thank you.